0: Welcome to Legal Management Talk, official podcast of the Association of Legal Administrators. I'm your host, Christina Vragovich. Our guest today is Paula Davis-Lack, a stress and resilience expert who will be speaking at ALA's upcoming large firm principal administrators retreat about building resilient lawyers and leaders. Welcome, Paula. Hello.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: Thanks for being with us. Uh, first, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your
1: background, your current work? So I am actually a former practicing lawyer. So I practiced commercial real estate law for about seven years and then burned out during the last year of my law practice. And that made me very interested and curious to learn more about uh, stress and burnout. And was there something that um, I could learn to help my myself, not only, you know, process the stress that I experienced, but also give that to other lawyers and leaders so that they could have a better experience managing and dealing with stress. So that uh, took me to the University of Pennsylvania where I got a master's degree in something called applied positive psychology and learned about this whole concept of resilience and how it could be applied to help people manage their stress better. So... uh, After I got my master's, I spent almost four years uh, working uh, for the University of Pennsylvania teaching and training soldiers and drill sergeants uh, in these resilience skills and now uh, just do that uh, for lawyers and uh, folks in business and in corporate America. Excellent. Now, our listeners are probably familiar with
0: the peculiarities (laughs) of law that make it different from many other professions in terms of the environment and culture. Lawyers tend to be less resilient than the general population. Why is that?
1: So the way that resilience is looked at in that line of research, uh, which is done by Dr. Larry Richard. He's been studying lawyer personality for a number of decades. And uh, what he's found is that, uh, by and large, lawyers tend to be quite a bit less resilient from the general population in that uh, they tend to be more thin-skinned. So when we're talking about resilience, we oftentimes think of resilience in two different ways. One, from a durability standpoint. Can you handle the stress that comes at you in a, in a healthy and good way, the everyday kind of stress, the little adversities? And then we think about resilience as bouncing back from bigger events, from traumatic events. And so his research is really keying in on that whole durability piece, so lawyers having just less of that shield or that thick skin kind of built up to handle that kind of everyday ticky-tack stress. So a major
0: concern these days in the industry is improving firm profitability.
1: Mm -hmm. How does resilience affect that bottom line? Yeah, so there's a few things that I'm seeing when it comes to to teaching lawyers resilience and how that's actually working um, within the legal profession. So first of all, I think um, from a bottom line standpoint, uh, one of the things that that I'm hoping to do with resilience is to help lawyers uh, just sort of handle, again, that everyday stress in a better way so that it actually influences and helps rates of malpractice. So I know one of uh, the clients who I have worked with um, has mentioned how, um, you know, claims for malpractice for things like errors and omissions has just skyrocketed over the last couple of years. And one of the theories being that, uh, you know, lawyers are just needing to sort of do better and get better at managing and handling that stress. Um, The legal profession, of course, you know, is in, you know, lots of things are changing and that has consequences. So that's, that's one area that I think that resilience can help. Uh, another one is with engagement levels. And so resilience has been found to be an effective skill set to help people um, not only manage stress, but also to help prevent burnout and slow rates of burnout. So uh, it leads to higher levels, can lead to higher levels of engagement. And I know that's a hot topic right now. Um, but one of the big findings, too, from the research uh, that we've done with, the soldiers that I mentioned, is that soldiers who have had this resilience training report higher levels of engagement um, defined as, if I had to choose this work all over again, I would choose the same line of work. So that's really important when you you translate that to the legal profession and the costs of attrition and turnover. So hopefully, we'll see that it leads to less turnover over time, which would be a huge cost savings for firms. Absolutely. So
0: let's talk about individual skills that our listeners can start using right now. What are some go-to tactics for building individual resilience
1: um, during those everyday moments of stress? Absolutely. So the two... When you think about what are what things build resilience, I want folks to remember two different phrases. So I want them to remember think differently, and I want them to remember connect more. So if you could distill all of resilience down into kind of two big, big buckets or categories, those would be the two buckets. So in terms of thinking differently, when you're faced with, a you know, an adversity or a stressful situation, how can you think about it in a way that's going to lead you to higher performance Um, a more productive response. And one of the things that I suggest to people is to ask ask themselves the following question. Where do I have a measure of control or influence or leverage in this situation? Because it's amazing how much we get stressed out about things that we can't control. And oftentimes, too, we're so busy or other things are going on that we fail to see that, wow, there actually is something that I can do about this. Just asking myself that simple question has made my uh, travel experiences in airports a whole lot better. Uh, <laughs> just you know, because I have no control over canceled flights, and you know, I used to Absolutely. waste an enormous amount. Yes, I would waste an enormous amount of time and, and energy stewing about how, you know, how come I happen to be the unlucky person who got on the canceled flight, and instead now I'm more con- more focused on what can I actually control in the situation. Um, From a connect more standpoint, one of the things that I talk about with people is something that I call the 10-5 rule. And it actually is a way to help you start to pay attention to your colleagues and other people more because so many of us are on our devices and we're busy and we're not paying attention. So um, it just simply is if you're within 10 feet of somebody, actually look up and acknowledge them and maybe give them a little smile. And if you're within 5 feet of someone, actually say hi. So it's very simple to say, but, again, because of the way we kind of run our practices and our lives being so busy, it's somewhat hard to implement. And just seeing what comes of that. So those are two very, very simple skills that people can start to use right away.
0: So I have one final question for you. What else can large firm administrators expect from your session at the retreat in Napa? Yeah.
1: So I'm really excited about it. I mean, we're we're really going to hone in and talk about – Uh, you know, why resilience is so needed in the legal profession today. And then we're going to drill down into um, different skills under that Think Differently Connect More umbrella. So there's lots of different strategies that um, I can teach people to help them, again, think in a way that's going to promote better performance and more productive responses to stress. And also the Connect More piece helps people build better relationships and just helps people in general build and connect to a more healthier way to respond to stress. But I think it's really um, it's going to be exciting. We're going to do a lot of different – I'm going to do a lot of skills teaching. There's going to be a lot of practicing skills. And I think the thing that's so great is focusing not only on the large firm principal administrators themselves – So they'll be able to benefit themselves from these skills. But they'll also be able to take these skills back to their firms and use them in coaching situations. They'll be able to apply them to the folks who they work with. And they're also nice skills that translate well to family situations and encounters. So I think the portability portability of what we're going to be talking about I think is wonderful.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much to Paula Davis Lack for joining us on the podcast today. Check out Paula's latest ebook titled "Addicted to Busy: Your Blueprint for Burnout Prevention," which is available now for free at pauladavislack. dot com. That's pauladavislack.com. dot com. Plus, if you're a principal administrator at a law firm of 100 attorneys or more, you can catch Paula's session, Building Resilient Lawyers and Leaders, at our large firm retreat in Napa, California, August 4th through 6th. Learn more about this program and ALA's other events and services at alanet.org. That's alanet.org. Until next time.